Today on Sports Card Investor, six of my favorite cards from my personal collection. But which one of the six makes the best investment right now? My name is Jeff Wilson. By day, I invest in tech companies. And at night, I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. Sports Card Investors, and welcome to another episode. I'm excited about this episode because, ladies and gentlemen, I get to show you some fire. I get to show you some cards from my personal collection, some cards that I am excited about, some cards that I have bought in the past few months from an investment standpoint. And we get to talk about which of these cards is going to make the best investment right now, given the current market conditions. If I could go out and buy more of any one of these six cards that I am about to show you, which one of the six would I buy more of? It's a throwdown Thursday of sorts, you know, pitting these six cards together. So let's have some fun. Let's jump right in. So the first card that I'm going to show you (laughs) <laughs> this is one of my the fa- my very favorite cards that I own. I absolutely love this card. This came from Immaculate Basketball this past year. It was actually Redemption. And I just got the card in the mail from Panini within the last couple of weeks. Check this out. This is an absolutely beautiful autograph card. Four autographs on this card. Luca. Trey, Aiden, and Bagley, all on card autos. I mean, this is just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful card. Number to 10. I was so excited when I got the redemption for this card in the mail. I absolutely love that card. And I am a huge fan of Luca. I am a huge fan of Trey. And actually, what excites me even more is in this past year's Immaculate, not only did they have that card with Luca and Trey, along with Aiden and Bagley, who are both good players as well, but they also had cards that were just Luca and Trey. And so I bought the Redemption card to get just the Luca and Trey version of this card that I am extremely excited about getting just the Luca and Trey version of that card. I have not yet sent that redemption in. I don't believe those cards are yet available, but I will send that redemption in. And as soon as I get that card with just Luca and Trey and their on-card autos from their rookie year, that is a card that I'm going to hold on to for a very long time because I believe in Luca and I believe in Trey and I believe that they can both be part of the future of the NBA without a doubt for years to come. So that how cool of a, how cool of a thing would that be to be holding that card 15, 20, 25 years from now if those guys both enter the Hall of Fame together? And I know that's projecting. Who knows, right? We've got. I shouldn't be putting them in the Hall of Fame yet by any means, but if it happens. And to have their rookie card where both of them have, have on-card autos together, that's pretty cool. So I'm excited about that card. And I own a lot of Luca and Trey individually. I actually used to own a lot more Luca, but I sold some off over the last couple of months when his prices were going up and up and up. This right here is the nicest Luca that I still own at this point. 
And this is particularly nice because it is a black label, uh, black label 10. So 10s in all subgrades, that obviously makes it extremely rare. It is from the Donruss Optic set. And it's hard to get, certainly hard to get a black label in optic. It's hard to even get a pristine or even, even sometimes a 9.5 in optic. And that's numbered to 249. Um, so that is a, uh, that's a Luca card that I like, and I own a lot of Trey, so much Trey Young that at some point in time, I got to do an episode for you just showing off my Trey Young collection because my Trey Young collection is probably my hottest collection out of all of the different cards that I own. Uh, I just own a ton of Trey. Of course, I live in Atlanta, right? So with Trey, I've got both owning him from an investment standpoint and owning him from a PC standpoint, right? From a personal collection standpoint. So I own a lot of Trey. Um, you know, his National Treasures RPA is, uh, you know, probably the premier card of his. It is the premier card of his that I own. This is graded to a 9.5. I love the patch. I love the Atlanta patches. Um, you know, they're so, I love the colors of the Atlanta jerseys. They're so vibrant. It's a three-color patch. A beautiful on-card auto, very, 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 very clean, number to 99. Now, you might be wondering, why doesn't this have subgrades? And that is a great question. It, it should have subgrades. Whoever got this graded didn't pay for subgrades, but you want subgrades, if, especially with a high-end card like this. Like if it's a low-end card that you're sending off to BGS, subgrades aren't that big of a deal if it's a $50 card, but that's a $15,000 card. You want subgrades on a $15,000 card. So I'm gonna have to send that back to BGS and get that subgraded at some point. Um, but, um, but I'm really happy to certainly own that card. So Luca and Trey, now obviously uh, those two cards that I just showed you are pretty rare. I may not be able to buy a whole lot of those cards uh, in particular, but if I just wanted to buy some Luca and Trey in general is now a good time. So looking over here at my market movers tool, I'm gonna, type in Luca and Trey specifically. And let's just look at how their cards have moved over the last 14 days. Because as you know, from seeing a lot of my other um, episodes, cards, some cards have been going down and Luca and Trey are no exception. Over the last 14 days, Trey Young's cards are down 22.9% and Luca's cards are down 26%. So for somebody like myself who really likes Luca and Trey from an investment standpoint would now be the time to buy some Luca and Trey since they have come down quite a bit over the last 14 days. My answer is actually probably not. And here's the reason why. Neither of these guys are likely to have a whole lot of success in the NBA playoffs this year. And when the season resumes, we don't know what that's gonna look like. But what we do know is that there may be no regular season, or if there is a regular season, it's probably gonna be cut down and shortened, which means you're hardly gonna see any more Trey Young this year because the Hawks are certainly not making the playoffs. Now, Luka and the Mavericks are probably gonna eke into the playoffs, but I don't expect a big playoff run for them. You know, not, certainly not with the likes of some teams in the West, like the Lakers and the Clippers. I, I don't expect the Mavericks to make a ton of noise in the playoffs. So I'm not particularly high on buying more Luka and Trey at this very moment, even though I like both of them a lot as players and think that they both make really good long-term investments. Let's switch over to football. Now, I don't own as much football. I'm not as big at investing in football, um, but there are a couple of guys who um, I, am, I am chasing, I am going after, I am buying their cards. And a few of those guys recently, um, first of all, I bought some Drew Brees. This is his 2001 
Tops rookie card PSA 10. So not a crazy card, nothing, you know, nothing uh, uh, tremendously crazy about that card. Um, but uh, I like Drew Brees and I bought that card before the playoffs this year because I thought, I thought that this was finally going to be the year for the Saints. Then again, I also thought last year was finally going to be the year for the Saints. Drew Brees is running out of chances. Um, and I love Drew Brees and I think he's an all-time great and I think he's an iconic figure and he's larger than football because of all the stuff that he does in the community. But Drew Brees is running out of chances. Now let's see what Drew Brees' cards have done over the last 90 days. Uh, this is that exact card that we just looked at. Uh, his uh, Topps Football 2001 Base PSA 10, the exact card I just showed you. It's pretty flat. It's, it hasn't done a lot over the last 90 days. As you can see, it actually went up a little bit right before the NFL playoffs started in anticipation that the Saints might do something over the playoffs. It went all the way to a high of $437. Uh, but then it came back down after the Saints got eliminated from the playoffs. It went all the way down to a low of actually $280. And the most recent sale on it was $400. So it actually started to climb a little bit uh, in the in the last month. And then it has dipped slightly uh, over the last week with uh, some of just the depression of sports cards in general. So I'm actually not going to rush out and buy a whole lot more Drew Brees right now. Even though I really like him as a Hall of Fame type quarterback, he's running out of chances. I'm not as excited about him. I'm not as excited about Drew Brees as I am this next guy I'm going to show you, which is Lamar Jackson. Now, I also bought some Lamar Jackson cards. These are his 2018 Prism base cards. Um... So again, nothing super crazy here. These are not silvers or these are not, you know, uh, low numbered, uh, low numbered serial numbered cards or anything like that. But the base cards I like because they're cards that have a high transaction volume on eBay. They're easy to sell out of. They're easy to get a good sense of the market. And let's look at where these cards are. Um, this is his price graph since the beginning of January. Um, on where these cards were. Now it 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 you know we had one kind of spike sale in the middle. But for the most part, the cards have remained relatively flat. Now, what has, you know, we did have a drop off after uh, they got eliminated from the playoffs. So that's where you see them going around $450 and then they drop down to around 200 and a low of about $250, $240. Uh, and then they've kind of remained flat since then. They've started to go back up a little bit. Recent sales of this card have been about $398. I actually have been surprised that this card has been climbing back up in the off season. I, I would have thought since we're still early in the off season that there wasn't a whole lot of interest of people chasing Lamar Jackson cards right at this moment, but they've clearly gone up quite a bit. But then again, all sports cards have gone up a lot over the last few months, the last couple of weeks excluded from that. You know, if we don't look at the last couple of weeks where things have been a little crazy, you know, with sports paused, um, sports cards in general have gone up a lot. Lamar Jackson's cards are no exception to that. So I still like Lamar Jackson as an off-season buy this year, although there's nothing about his current prices that are telling me he's a particularly great deal at this moment versus where they might be in a month or two or three. Maybe they'll still be going up a little bit, but this doesn't look to me like it's a, a wonderful buy now, you must buy now type situation. So let's move on to baseball. Let me talk about two baseball guys who I had been buying from an investment standpoint. So one is Derek Jeter. 
Now, I actually bought a lot of Derek Jeter last year in anticipation of him making it into the Hall of Fame and his Hall of Fame announcement. This is one of the few remaining Derek Jeters that I actually own. Um, this is his 1993 SP foil, a very tough card to grade. This is a uh, PSA 8 for that reason. I actually own this card in a PSA 9, and I sold it uh, right around the time that it was announced that he had made the Hall of Fame class. Um, it got a, got a bit of a profit for on it. Nothing crazy compared to what I had paid for it, but I did get a bit of a profit. Uh, but this is the last remaining Jeter that I have. This is his uh, foil eight. Now, what's what's might be surprising to you, not terribly surprising to me, but might be surprising to you if you haven't been following this in recent years, is that Derek Jeter's trend line is actually down. He was announced for the Hall of Fame in late January, so right around this time. Um, and since that point in time, his cards have continued to kind of slope down and down and down. But this is not totally unexpected. We actually saw this pattern in prior years with players that were announced to the Hall of Fame, where they tended to see a spike right around the time of their Hall of Fame announcement. And then after the Hall of Fame announcement, things actually softened a little bit because it was kind of like, oh, the big news is finally here. Now everybody knows they made the Hall of Fame. And now there's not quite as much interest maybe as you know there once was leading up to the Hall of Fame announcement. However, I do think that over time, this trend that we're seeing right now where Derek Jeter cards are sloping down, they'll start to slope back up again. I mean, this guy's one of the all-time greats. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He was almost, almost a unanimous Hall of Famer. He was one vote shy from being a unanimous Hall of Famer. Probably should have been a unanimous Hall of Famer. So he's one of these all-time great players ton of championships, played for the Yankees, you know, practically a Mr. Baseball guy. I think Derek Jeter makes a really good long-term investment. Would I buy Derek Jeter cards right now? I would say yes. Out of all of the players that I have showed you so far, Luca, Trey, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, based on these numbers and the slope that Derek Jeter has been on, I'm more hungry to buy Derek Jeter cards than any of those four guys that I told you about before. But the Derek Jeter cards are going to be more of a long-term hold. They're not going to be a buy them and think you're going to flip them in six months for a profit. Because um, any, any type of uh, price escalation that Derek Jeter has is likely going to be a slow, long-term gain in prices. But he is a generational talent. Because you can buy him at a discount today compared to where he was three months ago, I think it could be a pretty good time to actually pick up more Derek Jeter cards. So that's that's something that I have in my plans to do. Over the next few weeks, I will be hunting around. And in my Market Movers tool, by the way, I showed this last episode, there's now a link to click to see all of these cards for sale on eBay. So if I wanted to buy this particular Derek Jeter card again, the PSA 8, I just click that and it takes me straight to eBay. And look right there, I see all of that exact card on eBay, perfectly sorted, no junk in the search results. We have gotten you the most clean possible eBay results. Look at that, all you are seeing is this particular card. There is no junk in these results. And that's because of how we've set up our whole market movers tool. Uh, so it makes it really easy to shop for the cards that you're looking to find really good deals on. All right, let me show you this last one. This last one, uh, also from baseball, another intriguing one to think about possible buying opportunities. And I am talking about one of the baseball players who has been the absolute hottest during this offseason, people buying up his cards. I'm talking about Ronald Acuna 
Jr. And these are two beautiful Acuna 2017 Bowman, Bowman first prospect cards, first prospect autos. Um, this is his, uh, this is his regular uh, first prospect chrome auto. This is his chrome, uh, but this is a BGS 10 pristine. So that makes this card particularly special uh, to have a BGS 10 pristine in his uh, first prospect Bowman chrome auto. And then this is the refractor. These are extremely rare. Uh, the refractor uh, 2017 Bowman, and that's a PSA 10 in the refractor. So both of those cards are really rare, really sought after Acuna cards. And I really do like the 2017 Bowman first prospects of Acuna better than the 2018 Topps updates that a lot of people chase because the Bowmans are more rare. Those Topps updates, there's a big population count of those Topps updates. A lot of those have been printed, whereas the Bowman prospect cards, uh, and certainly if you get into the autos and that type of thing, you're getting cards that are a lot more rare. So I like those. Um, and let's take a look at what those have done. Uh, now, in this case, the graph is starting at a low of 1,800 and a high of 2,400 just to show the trend line. These were down at about $1,880 a few months ago. They got up to a high of about $2,338. And then one just sold the other day back right around $2,000 again. So we've seen some decline in these. Uh, and this is, by the way, his Chrome Auto PSA 10, not the Refractor. And this is not the Pristine 10 because there's very few of those out there. This is his PSA 10. Um, and so we've seen a little bit of a decline. Now, granted, there's not very many sales of these. Only six of these have sold over the last 90 days because it is, it is a rare card. But if this card, if I could find some deals on this card where this card starts to drop below prices back in early January, if it gets down below, let's say, 19 or $1,800, then that too is a card that I might be looking to buy this off season because I do think that Acuna has the opportunity to have a good season this year to maybe do 40-40. Now, of course, with a shortened season though, if the MLB season, if we're not going to play as many games, which we probably aren't, then that actually really throws off his chances to get 40-40. There's no way he could get 40-40 if there's not as many games for him to hit home runs and steal bases and all those types of things. So that's unfortunate. It is true that all modern day young baseball players are going to suffer a little bit statistically from this season being shortened. It will have an impact on their career statistics. So players who were racing towards you know, early career milestones, it's gonna take them longer to get there because this MLB season probably will have less games. We don't know for sure. It's possible they'll extend the end of the MLB season into December and try to play as many games, who knows? Uh, but there's the possibility there will be less games and if there are less games, then there are less statistics. So that is something to keep in mind when investing in a younger player like an Acuna. So for all of those reasons, out of the six cards, out of the six players that I showed you today, the one that I would rebuy today, if I could only rebuy one of these as a, an investment hold, given the current prices and where the market has gone recently, the one of these I would probably rebuy today is Derek Jeter. And I would probably rebuy some more of these SP foil cards. Um, and uh, possibly some of his tops or his tops gold, if I could find some of his tops gold out there. That is probably who I would buy today. So Derek Jeter is going to win this Thursday throwdown. 
And I say that, but let me say, I still love Luca and Trey as long-term investments. And I still love Lamar Jackson as a long-term investment. And I think Drew Brees is a good long-term investment too, just from kind of a Hall of Fame type angle. And I like Acuna as a long-term investment. So really all six of these cards, you can't go wrong with any of these six. I will be buying more of all six of these cards, no doubt I will be buying more. It's just that with D with Jeter's recent price slide, might be buying him a little sooner than some of the other guys. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed looking at these graphs and statistics and you like getting into data, then you are gonna love my Market Movers data tool and you are gonna love my membership program because every week as part of my membership program, I give my members insider reports on trending cards in the hobby. And those members who also buy the Market Movers data tool have full 24 seven access to the graphs and the players that I just showed you today. You can check all of that out by going to my website, sportscardinvestor.com and clicking on the membership link in the main menu bar. Again, sportscardinvestor.com and click membership. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I've got a fun one planned for you this weekend. So tune back in a couple of days. Until then, stay safe, everybody. I'll see you then. Take care.